Earlier this fall, the USDA announced plans to move two statistical agencies it relies on for data to offices outside Washington, D.C. Scientists, economists, and statisticians were among those protesting the move when it was first announced, suggesting the move would be detrimental to USDA's science-based mission. Their concern seems to have made no headway as the USDA still plans to move the agencies, including the Economic Research Service, outside D.C. The American Statistical Association recently issued a statement criticizing the decision, with ASA President Lisa Levange saying the move, quote, undermines evidence-based policymaking in the food, agriculture, and rural sectors of our economy and society, end quote. That's the focus of this episode of Stats and Stories, where we explore the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. I'm Rosemary Pennington. Stats and Stories is a production of Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film, as well as the American Statistical Association. Joining me in the studio are regular panelists John Baylor, Chair of Miami Statistics Department, and Richard Campbell of Media, Journalism, and Film. Our guests today are ASA President Lisa Levange and ASA Executive Director Ron Wasserstein. Lisa, Lisa and Ron, thank you so much for being here. Delighted. Thank you for inviting us. Uh, I'm just going to ask uh, this question. I guess I will direct this at Lissa. Why did the ASA feel compelled to issue this particular statement? Um, the ASA uh, feels very strongly that the statistical uh, agencies within the federal uh, system are, are key providers of accurate and objective data, uh, data that are very much needed to set policy in our, our country. Um, the Economic Research Service of the USDA is one such agency, and the uh, idea to move this agency outside of Washington raised several al alarms for us. One, the disruption itself and the possibility that uh, staff, very skilled staff, um, and of course we focus on statisticians, but um, all of the staff uh, could choose not to move, and we would have a period where we would um, be understaffed quite significantly at the Economic Research Service, but also because there was an internal realignment for the ERS uh, to be placed under uh, the group that they they have uh, sort of a regulatory authority for. And this br this breaks up the independence of the ERS. Mm. Um, I, you know, we comment on a lot of things at the American Statistical Association, but we focus on things that affect very much our membership um, we are the largest uh, organization of statisticians with uh, almost 20,000 members, and um, moves like this uh, have a direct impact on our, our membership. Um, we also feel very strongly about protecting the practice of statistics, and we felt like this was uh, touching both of those uh, points for us. So it's not just a move outside D.C., but it's also a move where where the independence is going to be lost, and it's going to be in a different space where it can't do the work that you think it needs to do? Um, it, it's the, it, I think the issue isn't so much where uh, the ERS is located, although there, there does tend to be um, a huge market of statisticians uh, that are highly skilled and able to fill the jobs that the ERS needs. Um, that's not to say agencies can't exist in other parts of the country. That, of course, there are um, plenty of, of wonderful statisticians and others in other parts of the country. The suddenness of the move and the, 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 the announcement being made without uh, adequate motivation, so to speak, and or justification for the move, 
we couldn't really understand why it was happening. Mm -hmm. But also the suddenness of it and the fact that the uh, move could leave the agency very understaffed until uh, things got settled down. But I also think, and Ron actually uh, knows more of the details than I do, uh, that this was also accompanied with with a budget cut, which which just oh. compounded our concern that we would end up with an understaffed uh, agency in the middle of a move that could be fairly chaotic, at least in the short term. Um, and then coupled with that is the, the the realignment organizationally, which would take away some of the independence of this agency. And independence in our statistical agencies is terrifically important. You want you know, you want the data to be handled very objectively, and uh, and that was the other the other aspect. I mean, Ron, you would undoubtedly could explain this better than me. <laughs> Alyssa, thanks for that great explanation. And uh, so, John, I want to try an example out on you. Uh -oh. um, <laughs> suppose that the governor of Ohio announced that Miami University was going to be relocated to an unspecified location to solve problems that no one thinks that the university has. Oh, and while we're at it, the university will report to the Lieutenant Governor of Ohio instead of the, to the Department of Higher Education. Would that really improve an already excellent Ohio University? I don't think so, but I'd argue that it's the equivalent of what's going on here, or if highbrow university examples don't work, how about this? Let's say we're, we're moving the Yankees from New York City to Cooperstown to attract more Hall of Fame players. <laughs> Save a ton of money being in upstate New York. It just doesn't make sense. Well, you know, Ron, let me follow up on that real quickly. And, and you know, the, the example that you give of, of a university moving, it's pretty clear what the mission is of a university and how it serves the community in which it, in which it operates. I mean, I, I, the, this is a harder story to tell in terms of a statistical agency. You know, why should, why should the general public care about this story? First of all, I, I think it's important to think about why the general public should care about the federal statistical system at all after all after all it's um it's the probably the most important government agency that no one knows about <laughs> oh amen that, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's it's really not an agency it's a system of 13 agencies yeah. called principal statistical agencies and many other data collecting and reporting units in the government but the policies and the decisions that this system informs cover the entire public and private spectrum from from an 18 year old deciding on a career to a fortune 500 company deciding where to place its new facility all the way of course to the big one the census uh, determining representation in the u.s house of representatives and john these agencies were set up to provide as lissa mentioned a trustworthy source of objective relevant accurate and timely information for for people who have to make decisions both inside and importantly outside the government as well these data help them understand where we are now, how we got here, and, and, and where we need to go from there. And so the, your question about comparing this to a university and understanding its mission, I, I would say that ERS has a very clear mission. It's had it for a long time. It's, it's, a, it's a research institution. In fact, following on to the university comparison just a little bit farther, it's the third highest ranking agricultural economics research institution in the world. All the major universities in the world rank below 
ERS. Wow. And the only two institutions that rank higher, the World Bank and the International Food Policy Research Institute, are both located in D.C. Mm -hmm. So here's where the top uh, organizations that study these problems are located. And it makes good sense to have it be located in D.C. So following on your example there, if Miami were to be relocated, there would be a lot of news stories about this. So in this particular example, I'm, I was puzzled in just doing some preliminary research how few news agencies picked this up. I didn't see a Times story, didn't see a Wall Street Journal story unless I missed it. I, I see I, the AP picked it up, but not until November. And then I saw Politico wrote something about it. So part of this, you know, this is the most important agency that nobody knows en enough about. Um, what, what should journalism's role here? What, should, what could ASA do, for instance, to make this more of a sexy story, something that we should care about, if, if anything? This was yeah. my trouble. This is, seemed like a really good journalism story, and I didn't see anybody picking it up. Yeah. Well, I'll make a stab at that, and, and Lisa has some thoughts, I'm sure, too. But I would say the big challenge that we face is that the media and the legislature and all of us are extremely distracted by everything else that's going on. So when you think about the, the totality of news items that are happening and things that can draw the attention of the press, this one is a little bit harder for people to get excited about. Mm -hmm. And there's also a subtle issue when it comes to the Congress itself. On the one hand, it's something that we feel like we can make a good case uh, to members of, of, of Congress about. But on the other hand, there's a chance that their, uh, their home area will be the place that's selected for the new uh, ERS. Uh, who wants to, uh, who yes. wants to get away in the way of that? And I mean, you know, yeah. all those places didn't get Amazon.com, so maybe they'll get ERS. Well, one of the stories that I picked up was from North Dakota, where the Republican senator out there is all already calling together a group to try to lure a part of this to North Dakota. So that's correct. Uh, so I, I see some things going on um, on that front. If I could pursue that just one step further. Uh, we argue that moving is a bad idea, but I suppose it could also be argued that moving is a good idea. And our point is, why not have that debate? Why not mm -hmm. have a process by which the idea is floated and feedback gets received? But that's not what happened. This was announced in August when Congress away, was away for summer recess. We are unaware of any consultation with stakeholders, mm -hmm. with other agencies, with Congress, um, and the government doesn't have to work that way. There are plenty of examples of consultative processes that uh, that have involved the federal statistical agencies. I, so you mentioned the census and how important the census is for you know uh, helping decide how many representatives a state gets, right? So I think the reason people know about the census is that so there's a concrete understanding of what kind of data they collect. Um, economic Research Service, you know, it's it's important and fundamental, but what exactly is it that they are collecting and doing? I think I saw it referred to as sort of information infrastructure for USDA. What exactly does that translate to? 
the ERS provides data and publications on a world of things related to agriculture and to our lives, animal products, crops, the farm economy, farm management and farm practices, food and nutrition assistance, food choices and health, food markets and prices, food safety, something that's important to all of us, the rural economy, and lots more. Those are things that people need to know, but oftentimes we have this data and we actually don't give any thought to where it comes from. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, ASA doesn't do this very often, you know, these kinds of statements. And so so uh, can you talk about kind of what are some of the triggers that, that would lead ASA to saying, wait, we have to, we have to, to weigh in on this? I'd like to throw that over to Lissa with just this one comment. The ASA was founded way back in 1839 as a, uh, an organization to support the 1840 census. So there's a long history of the ASA. The entire history of the ASA is tied with the, the government in some ways. But Lissa has been on the board for a couple of years and has seen why the ASA takes up causes. Lisa, what are your thoughts? Thank you. So, I, as I mentioned earlier, we are uh, particularly attuned to events that might uh, impact negatively impact our membership, and our members are the statisticians working in these uh, principal statistical agencies, the 13 agencies that Ron mentioned, including the Economic Research Service and the USDA. Um, so, any any action on the part of the government or anybody else that we feel is to the detriment of our members, um, that, that is one of the tests that we put uh, events to to decide if we want to speak out against them. Uh, another is just simply uh, bad statistics. And um, we would speak out if we saw something happening where uh, information was getting manipulated or, or you know something was untoward was happening with official statistics. Um, the board actually set up uh, uh, a very rigorous, um, it's really a test where, where issues are brought up, hey, can you speak about this issue? And we uh, go through, uh, Ron does this in advance of the board meetings, and then the board decides, uh, is this something we should speak out against? It matches our, you know, it passes our test. Um, it's, it's an, in, there's some endangerment to our members. There's something uh, counter to good statistical practice. Our mission is to promote and protect the practice of statistics and, and our profession. And so um, when we see something like this, you know, if it's egregious enough, we speak out. And I think, I mean, we've mentioned that, that we're worried about the ERS being able to do its job, which Ron already told you was ranked quite high in the world in terms of um, ag econ. Um, we're, we're worried about it losing its independence if it moves um, from being re from reporting up uh, to another office inside the USDA. And um, we're, we're also worried that this was uh, sort of sprung on the people pretty quickly. And the reasons given for the move just don't uh, hold up under scrutiny, right? So the reasons that were given included um, the improving the USDA's ability to attract and retrain, retrain or retain, sorry, highly qualified staff. Um, there's no attrition in the ERS that's any higher than the rest of the USDA. And as Ron pointed out, you have a huge population of skilled statisticians in the Washington area because there are so many jobs in that area. Um, to, to place these important USDA resources closer to stakeholders was one. One of the issues, and you could argue that that 
that that could be a good thing to move the economic research out of uh, D.C. and closer to maybe it's closer to the farmers that, you know, generates or that are the source of a lot of the data that the ERS analyzes. So that's something that could be argued if a public argument was was able to be had mm-hmm. and then to benefit the American taxpayers. Um, and that would be, you know, somehow lowering the cost because it's cheaper to operate in North Dakota, perhaps, for example, as it is in Washington, D.C. But that doesn't take into account um, the cost of the move itself and in particular the cost of replacing the staff that we anticipate might not move with the agency. Um, and that's, I think that's what really, what really gives us pause. Um, in, in terms of all of the problems we could speak out about, I think this one caught our attention uh, because we just we didn't see a public dialogue happening. We didn't understand the reasons. The reasons that were given ostensibly just didn't seem to um, uh, hold water, so to speak. And we think this is a really, really good agency that we don't want to undermine. They they do a valuable service providing uh, economic data about agriculture systems, and that's a, a huge part of our country. And so uh, we felt like we had to say something about it. You're listening to Stats and Stories, and today we're talking about the American Statistical Association's decision to issue a statement about USDA's uh, announcement that it will move uh, two statistical agencies, including the Economic Research Service, uh, outside Washington, D.C. So, Ron and Lisa, usually uh, <laughs> I want to talk as a skeptical journalist about what's <laughs> really going on here. So. Part of it, I'm, Ron mentioned it, the, the announcement in August when you government is likes to announce things that it wants to sort of fly under the radar and not have people notice which happened. But how much of this is, I mean, if you relocate, a lot of people are going to not want to relocate. So part of this, how much of this is just savings, that they're hoping to cut staff and this is one way to do it. We're just going to cut the number of statisticians we have. A lot of them won't want to we won't want to move so this is really what this is really part of what's going on and how much is it how much is it uh, in this age of sort of skepticism although that's really the wrong word here the sort of anti-data anti-science that they don't they're not really particularly interested in the data uh, the government that, that we have right now is not pr- particularly interested in what uh, st- statistics can can reveal about sort of the state of climate change, the state of uh, wage disparity, all the things that uh, that we we should be concerned about today. So that's a grand problem, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> it's a, a, a science wide problem. But the fact is that there is a uh, there's going to be um, uh, other governments coming along, other administrations. Uh, there's going to be a need for this data. But it isn't just the federal government that needs this data. State governments need it. Um, state uh, bureaus of agriculture and so on need the data. State legislatures need it so that they can understand how the economy of their state is working in order to uh, predict, for example, what their uh, revenue situation is likely to be further on. The question I have, and I think where there's a where there's a media story, is, is wh- what you may have been hinting at, Richard, which is, uh, what is it that we know when we have this data that we'd rather not know? 
-hmm. would it be would we um, would it be easier to make some certain policies or to make some new laws if we didn't have this data staring us in the face that mm -hmm. says this program works or this policy helps ensure that that more children are are, are food secure if we that's the question I have is mm -hmm. what is it about a high functioning data organization that's so problematic that it needs to be reorganized and busted up when there's no clear problem that really needs to be solved here. Mm -hmm. So I have a question. We've seen we we had uh, Andreas Georgiou on uh, the show uh, earlier this year, and there certainly seems to be a lot of stories in the news about statistical agencies, not just in the United States, but in other places, being under attack or or the work being questioned. Uh, and I wonder, given the statement that you've issued, even though I know it, they, you don't issue them very often, how concerned is the ASA about what seems to be an increase in? Um, uh, attacks on the validity of the work that statisticians do. We're deeply concerned about that. We're concerned about it um, worldwide, and we're concerned about it in the in the U.S. Uh, things that crop up in the U.S. are uh, the sort of slow devaluing of the these agencies as reflected in where they get placed within the organizational structure. You can sort of push down and downgrade uh, an organization by just reorganizing it a little bit, putting it somewhere else, maybe making the the appointee to head that organization not require Senate confirmation. Mm -hmm. That's another way of, of downgrading the status of an organization. And because we're concerned, we started a, a program with a whole bunch of other uh, organizations that's uh, that we've called count on stats it's a it's a proactive campaign to distinguish federal statistics as absolutely essential to the functions of our economy society and democracy mm -hmm. and to point out how much businesses count on stats how communities count on stats and how we all count on stats to be credible and accurate are there other other stat agencies or actions by stat agencies that that ASA is monitoring and weighing in on that are causing some concern? There are, and there are enough of them going on that I'm pretty sure I'm not going to remember all of them. But <laughs> um, but we we have an interest in what's going on and with regards to, for example, the Bureau of Transportation Statistics. The uh, there's been a, a proposed realignment of the Bureau of Transportation Statistics, which is part of the Department of Transportation. BTS has, has faced budget constraints for years, and now there's a proposal to move it out of the, um, out of the department it's in into another department that is, uh, it's a real downgrade to the organization, and once again would jeopardize its reputation as a policy neutral Federal Statistical Agency. Lisa, I know you're an educator, you're a professor. Uh, what can we do as educators to help um, people, students, you know, these young adults who are going to go out and become consumers, um, have a better understanding of what it is these agencies do and how important they are? How can we communicate that in a classroom, whether it's a journalism classroom or a stats classroom? 
Oh, that's an excellent question. I, you know, when I think about the, I'm in a department of biostatistics, which offers courses to our students on everything from basic probability and inference to statistical genetics to clinical trials and epidemiology and so forth. Um, we do have a sample survey course that uh, tries to educate the students about the quality and the value uh, of, of large-scale federal surveys on which policy is made. Uh, the National Agricultural Statistics Service, NASS, is, is another agency uh, adjacent to ERS that's currently inside the Research Education and Economics Group. Um, they conduct a, a survey of farm farmers, I believe, Ron, you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, Linda Young, one of our very active ASA members, currently directs the um, service there. Um, the, you already know about the census. There's surveys of uh, healthcare expenditures. There's surveys of the health of the nation. There are surveys of uh, economic indicators and so forth. These are all over the government. All of these federal statistical agencies, they collect data in scientific ways, uh, and then they inform policy with that data. Um, I personally think courses on sample surveys should be part of every statistical curriculum. They are in most graduate uh, programs of statistics, and they get students interested in the function of these statistical agencies, and then those students might go on after graduate school to be employed by them. Um, I think, you know, this, all of the students in, in the mathematical and statistical sciences these days are, are hearing and learning about data science, they're learning about big data, they're also hopefully learning about concepts like objectivity and mm -hmm. reproducible research. Um, these are all extremely important and they've become part of the vernacular of statisticians, but also now the curricula and that they're being taught in more and more of our courses. And the, the, these concepts are what's fundamentally at stake here. Um, the, the people designing the studies to collect the data and the people analyzing the data need to be objective so that the data, the results of that analysis are interpretable and useful for setting policy. And, and that's where this independence concept comes in. Uh, it, it's a lot easier to, to conduct reproducible research when you are objective and are, you are independent from the eventual users of the data. This realignment of ERS, going back to the original topic, um, is, is, it's an attempt to move the ERS or a proposal from a research education and economics area, which is a, which is a research and educational area of the USDA, and to move it into the office of the chief economist where policy is set. And we're arguing that that independence uh, that is needed uh, is going to go away. They're going to, you're going to move the statistical agency that needs to be objective in collecting data under the user of the data that's, that has you know, policy setting agendas. And that's where the politics gets mixed in. So I think one of, one of the thrusts of the ASA is to keep these federal statistical agencies independent and not affected by politics. The civil servants that work in these agencies don't change with the administration, right? Mm -hmm. They're not elected in. <laughs> They're all civil servants who in, in many cases have spent uh, their entire career or a good portion of their career uh, being very dedicated and contributing to contributing to the to the work of the agencies, uh, the realignment into a policy arm of the USDA, uh, it, it just doesn't make sense to us. And and that that's that's a message that is very teachable to students. What does it mean to be objective? Uh, what are good good practices for data collection, data analysis, data reporting? 
minimizing bias, uh, in improving precision. These are all the things that we teach our students in statistical classes. How do you do reproducible research so that your research can be reproduced and verified by another statistician you know, in another part of the world? Um, all of these things are very teachable and, and this move goes up against the things that we're trying to teach and I think that's you know, one of the reasons that I, anyway, get passionate about about things like this. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode of Stats and Stories. Lissa and Ron, thank you so much for being here. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Stats and Stories is a partnership between Miami University's Departments of Statistics and Media, Journalism, and Film, as well as the American Statistical Association. You can follow us on Twitter, Apple Podcasts, or other places you can find podcasts. If you'd like to share your thoughts on the program, send your email to statsandstories at miamioh.edu or check out our fancy website at statsandstories.net. And be sure to listen for future editions of Stats and Stories, where we discuss the statistics behind the stories and the stories behind the statistics. Thanks.